0: This week on Waxing the Porpoise, G-Baby and the Usual Suspect Steve once again alter the format, this time to embark on what is sure to be a multi-volume series as we welcome special guest and friend Richard, aka Dick Dog, discussing his journey through life which one could describe as Joe Dirt meets Don Quixote. Cut from a type of cloth not found anywhere in nature, Richard takes us from his inception, recounting events and stories throughout his life in attempts to better understand the man, the myth, the legend. Join us while we hoist a few Rocky Mountain smoothies and see where this long and winding road will take us. Let's wax this nomadic porpoise.
1: Chase, don't do that. You
2: see, we're we working on his brow chakra. We're just in back at the crown shopper.
0: Lion face. Ah, lemon face. Mm. All right. Welcome to Waxing the Porpoise. Um, We are here for another episode assembled on December 3rd in the year of our Lord 2000 and Emmett Smith 22. Um, (laughs) uh, So tonight we are abandoning format a little bit similar to when we had Steve on uh, when we discussed his... Lifestyle is an advantage player, Um, but tonight we're talking with an old mutual friend uh, who has lived quite a wild life, um, peppered with more funny anecdotes than you can really shake a stick at, so we just thought it would be a really good opportunity, since we have this thing that we're doing, uh, to to get him on and and share with the world, Um, because it is a gold mine, so, Um, but... Well, before we embark on this uh, vision quest of sorts, um, let's introduce ourselves. So starting with myself, of course, you got old G-Baby, G-Strength, G-Funk Era.
1: It's the G-Funk Era.
0: And to my virtual far right, we have co-host, the usual suspect, Steve.
1: Hillbilly. What? (laughs) White trash. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) How you doing, man? Doing good. This is like the after school special or like the 80s sitcom where it's like a very special <laughs> family ties this week.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, shit. Dude, I've been watching a ton of that lately, like, uh, like special, like Alf Christmas specials and like Garfield and shit like that. Like, yeah, but this is, yeah, this will be a little bit different. Um, suffice to say. Uh, and. Last but not least, joining us tonight, we have a special guest. Uh, again, our longtime friend and colleague. Uh, we have Richard, a.k.a. Dick, Dick Dog, Dickard, Young Dick Young.
2: There he goes. One of God's own prototypes. A high powered mutant of some kind never even considered for mass production. <laughs> How's it going, it's, man? <laughs> it's going. It's going great, guys. I'm glad, it's, glad you guys are having me on. Um,. I also go by Richard Weddle Young, but the state of California made me drop the Young on my real IDs. True? So now I'm just Richard Weddle. Really? Yeah. Because the real ID, yeah, Young wasn't on my birth certificate, so they uh, made me drop it. Oh, shit. Yeah.
0: Fuck. So if you oh, had to yeah. go back on like all your accounts and name. like, uh, it sounds like a pain in the fucking ass.
2: Oh, it was. I didn't even have my birth certificate. I had to, During COVID, uh, get it from uh, the uh, Hall of Records in Carson City, Nevada, where I was born. It's where the journey started. And I think that's why you guys have me on. Yep, yep. I think that's why (laughs) why you have me on, is to uh, tell about my uh, little journey along the way to get me to where I am today.
1: Was it a paper birth certificate, or did they have to carve it into slate? (laughs)
2: Yeah, it was it was pretty expensive shipping on that one.
1: Richard Richard <laughs> is um he's 78 years old, so
2: <laughs> I feel it. That,
1: that's a joke. He's a young man.
2: Yeah.
1: 46. Um 46. Damn. Yeah, I'm getting up. I'll be in the
0: the 40s here pretty soon. I'm turning 38 next month. Holy ballsack.
1: Damn. Um, I love that part in Tombstone yes. where Doc Holliday is like, I'm in peak physical condition or whatever. And he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, you, you look, look it. it. He's fucking coughing up blood into a <laughs> kerchief. And he's
0: paler than a fucking alabaster tub. God, he looks terrible in some of those fucking scenes. Just like cold sweat and like anyway. So yeah, just Dick has like just, we worked with him for a decade and known him just as long, just a, a shit ton of stories, fun anecdotes. Uh, I mean, you got a million of them. So, I mean, what better format, you know, in this kind of long player to to dig into it. So I'm glad you uh, made the time to join us. And, yeah, I don't know, where where do we want to start on this journey?
2: Uh, well, like I said, it could start in uh, Carson City, May second, 1976. I know Steve doesn't like actual – Places being mentioned, but I figure I I could bring that one up.
0: Yeah, I I think the idea, the general idea, was we're trying to like keep some sort of like shell of privacy on like where. Yeah, yeah. No, I
2: understand that. That's kind of thing. Stories where I don't want to name people's names and. Yeah, yeah. Outside of like my family, but.
0: One thing too. Sorry to cut you off. Before we get going, another thing I I felt like we should set the table with is the way I think about this. And no disrespect intended. I I picture your life thus far is kind of like an amalgamation of like Joe Dirt in the nicest way, mixed with like oh, Don do. Quixote. Yeah, you know that that's kind of like the mindset we're getting into, and that's why we thought it would be entertaining and fun just to besides just a, a chance to, to bullshit and throw shit to the wall and see what sticks, um, yeah. that's, that's kind of the vibe that, that I have concerning your life. It's, it's just a, it's been a wild ride. So sorry to cut you off. So we're in Carson oh, city, strong. late seventies.
2: Yeah. Yep. Uh, born there uh, to Willie Ralph Weddle and Donna Louise Young. Do you know that the trailer park that I lived in is still standing? Because when I got my birth certificate, um, I had the address on there and Google mapped it, and it's still a big old trailer park. So that's where right I that? When
1: you say a trailer park is still standing, you mean that section of Earth still exists?
2: <laughs> oh, there's a lot of trailer parks in the story. Uh, but it, started, it, it all started with the trailer park. And uh, don't know much about that time. I know that when I was about two, my mom moved me and my two older sisters, Jennifer, who is four years older than me, and Melissa, who is a year older than me, back to the Bay Area. Melissa was, she had epilepsy on top of a bunch of other problems. She battled with that her whole life uh, just to set the table for uh, my little family. From what I know, and a lot of these things I know, I can't I can't ask anybody in my life any of these questions. My sister Jennifer is the only one who is around now. I mean, I have my aunt, but my aunt wasn't around and wouldn't know the answer to any of these questions. Right. My grandparents are gone, so there's a lot of RIP, questions. R.I.P. Pour I one out. Think, what's that?
0: I just I said R.I.P. Pour one out.
2: Uh, um, but it's just weird when you think you don't. At the time, you're thinking, oh, I'll be able to find this stuff out. Because I remember I used to ask my grandfather questions and stuff like that, um, hear stories, and I would take for granted not asking more questions about my past because now there's no way to know any of these. So we moved to the Bay Area, and one of the things I did learn from my grandfather before he passed is that when we moved back, we didn't have anywhere to live. And the Naval Air Base in Alameda just closed down, so it was abandoned. So you had all these housing, and still to this day, if you drive through there, there's a a lot of breweries and stuff along the waterfront, mm-hmm. like where Billy Bean, uh, what the fuck's his name? Brad Pitt went driving and uh, Moneyball, Moneyball, yeah. right along that. Um, so there's breweries and stuff down there, but as you drive into that. There's all this old housing. Well, apparently uh, my grandfather, who was the police chief of Alameda in the 70s, uh, was able to get us a spot in one of those. So I don't remember that. I was too young. Mm -hmm. But then as I started to get older, probably like three, I remember my mom was dating this guy who she dated for quite a while because I remember him. But I remember being in a lot of crazy situations Not that my mom put us in, but, like, I remember being at this house right by the freeway in Oakland. I remember one night we were sleeping on the kitchen floor. Sure. Uh, At least I was. I don't know. Maybe I just passed out there. Uh, (laughs) But then all of a sudden there was all this commotion outside, and uh, the old paddy wagon pulled up. And just saw, like, seven guys get thrown in the back of this van and hauled off to jail. And I think Bob was one of them. And so uh, there was a is, time. Is Bob, was Bob your mom's who, boyfriend? Who's, who's yeah, Bob? Bob okay. Bob' my mom's uh, boyfriend. Gotcha. And so we early, my early recollection, we bounced around. We lived in this old Victorian house somewhere in Oakland that I try to find. All wait, the time. wait,
0: wait, wait. Well, f- sorry, I just want to establish the timeline. I'm thinking, so you were born in Carson City to Willie Ralph. What a name, by the way, yeah. combo. Um, Willie Ralph Little. So did, did your mom and him like right away, just like, this ain't going to work. And he just bounced or did he just, or he was like, no, no, Fuck no, no, this, no. I don't want to live this, no. the family man life or do no, no, you know, no, 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 no.
2: My mom actually, she told me later on, she's all honestly, cause she had with Melissa and Jennifer, obviously, well, Melissa, obviously, but Jennifer, she could be a handful too. I was perfect. I think. Um,
0: <laughs> perfect baby boy. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: She even told me that she's all, you hardly cried. <laughs> um, But she told me later she's. All, I was just a bitch at the time, but it obviously wasn't going to work out. I did get gotcha. to meet my father later in life. Went and had coffee with them up in Washington, and it was weird. We wrote some letters back and forth. Uh, I was visiting my friends, and I had his information, and I had my uncle's information on the other side of the three by five card. And I thought I was calling my uncle, and I accidentally called my dad, which I didn't think.
0: Oh, so you weren't planning to connect with him?
2: No, I had it, and I just wanted to see. I was going up there with the, you know, with my friends for the weekend, and I just had that information because Dan, or my buddy Dan, uh,
1: <laughs> knew how to use the internet
2: back then. This is like 1998, and oh so shit, he, yeah. So he was able to get his information, and
1: so in '98 put it you down, would have but it wasn't
2: at that moment. I wasn't planning to call him. Gotcha. You would have
1: been you would have been roughly twenty-two in ninety-eight? Yeah. So from what year like what years did you go without seeing him, like basically from birth?
2: Or Pro, no, two. They separated. She from what I know, I think that they separated and we moved back to the Bay Area. I don't know if there was a time between when I was born, but it wasn't like he took off or anything.
1: Right. But so. what I'm what I'm asking is so there was like a twenty year gap. Yeah. From when you saw, him. Oh, okay. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah.
1: Damn. And not to
0: belabor the point, but was that like, was that just a, a circumstance of like him living in another state and having to work? Or did he like not want anything to do with you? Or no, is it more complicated? Remember, we don't have to get into it.
2: No, no. I, I remember we, like I said, we lived in nomadic lifestyle. So uh,
0: nomads, they move. Yeah.
2: Um, I remember back in '85, sending him coloring, uh, like a coloring book picture of uh, like Buffalo Bill Cody, and uh, writing him a letter. And he wrote back because I said I was a Niner fan, and that was the year they played the Dolphins in the Super Bowl. So there was communication along. Remember how that? Hey, uh, we played this week, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yep.
0: Synchronicity.
2: Um, and so. What was he, that I,
0: '85?
2: Yeah. Well. The 84 season, 85,
0: 84. Yeah. So it was January, 84, 84. Gotcha.
2: So there was attempts at communication along the way, but I don't know. It was never anything that I'd been missing in my life. So it was never anything right. that I sought out. All the males that had been around my mom were kind of asshole-ish. There was never anybody that was never, nobody ever took me out to play catch or nothing. It right. was, uh, and this ball guy was. Uh, I still regret
1: that, Richard.
2: What? I still <laughs> regret that.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah.
2: So you had but a no, bunch so of. so I never, I never missed that. I had a wall to throw a tennis ball against. Man, I was fine. I can throw and catch.
1: Dennis Leary in the sandlot. <laughs> you had a, you had a bunch of those like reluctant stepdads. <laughs> Yeah, throwing a fucking ribeye on your fucking eye to keep the swelling
0: down. No, yeah, I wasn't trying to insinuate anything. Like, I just I was curious because, like, a lot of this too for the listeners. I mean, even though we've known each other for so long, like, I don't know anything about your mom and like, you know that that key incident that what that we're kind of building up to. Or I didn't know you had an older sister. I thought yeah, it was just Melissa. Is,
2: she's in the corny Christmas parade tonight. Oh, really? Yeah, her and my she's niece. Still- Nice. Yeah.
0: That's uh, awesome. So she's still in that area? Yeah. Been there for a while? Nobody I'm travels assuming? out of town to be in the no, crank- She, f-
1: she, fl- she <laughs> flew in for it. <laughs> I flew in for the, uh, yeah, the hometown Christmas. Um, I live in uh, Hong Kong now, but I flew in for the corny uh, <laughs> Christmas parade. <laughs> uh, and I didn't, like, you know, like your dad,
0: like that's something I never, I never wanted to pry on because my I, after talking, after hearing you say stuff, you know, it's, it's not the same at all, but pretty similar. Like my mom, I didn't know my dad in the beginning and she bounced around to a bunch of dudes who were fucking assholes save for one that was good to me. But, um, yeah, I didn't know like your, like the, the real story between like you and your dad and like, why I was just more curious than anything, like why that, um, distance, yeah, happened and i actually you know?
2: kind of feel like an asshole sometimes when i sit back and reflect because i i went up and saw him before my mom uh left us and uh i remember he so he and his wife connie and i met my uh stepbrother and ironically i have a actual half older half sister that i've never met crazy through, through him. yeah like
0: i have a half brother too that i've met a handful of times
2: and Wait. I have... I'm getting
0: kind of weird, like ju- like uh, deja vu here, hearing you tell this a little bit.
2: I actually have a half-brother that my mom had when she was in high school and gave up for adoption.
0: Holy shnikes. He is
2: expecting a knock on the door. I mean, because that's how wow. it got done back in the day. You knock on the door, or ring the telephone in the kitchen. And uh, wow. she was always expecting that one day. And huh. so... Yeah, I have two half siblings that I've never met.
1: Damn. Well, if you ever do one of so, those like 23andMe, Ancestry.com things, it could pop up on there too.
2: Yeah, and my dad was adopted, so who? Yeah,
1: dude, you should my, do a
0: 23andMe or one of those genetic my things to trace tracer. Dude, that would be that would be fucking interesting. That's fucking interesting, man. Where's that bomb?
1: Yeah, he's gonna have a hard time doing it though, because I've seen him try to give blood multiple times, and they <laughs> literally, they, they literally could not squeeze liquid blood out of his body, but he still got the. <laughs> hey, he still I got the blood snacks.
2: Back, I gave blood back in May, and she's all, "Holy shit, you're done with your pint already." So something I unclogged something over. His poor lights have been thinning me out. <laughs>
0: you uncorked
1: something That's fucking interesting man That's fucking interesting um, uh, Your blood type is uh, Ragu <laughs> yeah. uh, With they trace they, elements of Cheez-Its They even gave him the oh, special man, Sticker they give to people who like pass out That says I tried to donate blood today <laughs> <laughs> I still
2: get my chips ahoy your mini mini sprite yeah uh
0: and then one last thing before sorry this is the last thing i'll derail on because i'm curious because i never heard you talk about her which is not like alien or anything but um are you close with your older sister what's her name you said jennifer
2: jennifer Yeah, a lot closer now. I actually gave her a call today after I talked to you guys earlier, and that's how I knew she was in the parade. I mean, we don't talk all the time. Um, She's over there in Corning, and growing up, no, we did not get along. Gotcha. And um, I'm not even going to try to sugarcoat it. Now, we didn't – I mean, I know a lot of people who don't get along with their siblings where it's a lot worse than us, but we never really tried to make friends, and there was – she uh, actually, she has a crazier journey than me because she was along long journey my way. And then she ended up uh, going on a cross country trip in a VW van was on a little hippie trip and That's ended Charles up Didn't heard from her in nine months to over a year. And I think it was Thanksgiving day, get a call and it was Jennifer and she was in New Hampshire. And Holy shit. We hadn't heard from her. Nobody knew where she was. She calls and, hey, and I can't remember if it was collect or what, but she calls and she's all, hey, is mom there? And I was like, yeah, mom, Jennifer's on the phone. So it wasn't like I went, oh, my God, Jennifer, how are you doing? like, we weren't that close. It had
0: been that fucking long. You were like, hey, she's on the phone.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. So I, I'm not trying to sugarcoat it, and hopefully she laughs yeah. out this when she hears it. And I know she will because, you know, uh, we weren't close. And she ended up coming back to California to Corning um, in the late 90s. And, okay. Uh, so she's been there a while. Then we, then we started becoming a little bit closer and stuff. And then, you know, as the last 20 plus years have gone on, we've become a lot closer. Um, nice. We don't. We don't go sit down and have dinners and stuff, but, you know, we keep in touch and uh I'll stop by and see her whenever I'm in Corning. Um, nice.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I, I went off on a couple tangents there. I mean, honestly, that's just me, like not not knowing. And this being like the format, we're all talking about shit like that. You know, it's like I've never thought to ask, you know, or I, I I didn't even know. That you had any other siblings. I thought it was just you know you and your sister Melissa were thick as sleeves.
1: Yeah, pretty fucked up. I knew all this stuff already. anyway, so last week heard you were sleeping. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, we, we left off you were, when you were in a Victorian in Oakland. also to
1: kitchen floor. For some Wait reasons. to
0: preface this to there you said call collect i know a lot of the younglings that listen to this shit too probably don't know what the fuck collect is that's when you didn't if you didn't have any money you used to be able to call like 10 what was it like 10 10 824, like 10 10 20 collect mm-hmm. yeah there's a shit ton i remember all the commercials too they were With vying against off? each other
2: or was that oh uh, yeah no i was at 10 10 220. but we didn't do that we just I'm older than that. I'm older before that, dude. You just hit zero and get the operator and tell me you yeah. need to
1: collect. That. Or 1-800-COLLECT. I remember that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 1-800-COLLECT. Dude, that's the, insane. The, the, beauty, the beauty of the ten ten three two one 321 is the one I remember is they would give you like a second to say you have a collect call from and you'd say, Bob. But there was those funny old commercials where you could be like, Bob, we had a baby. It's a boy. It's a boy. And, yeah. You know, like if we were if we were out somewhere and we needed our parents to come pick us up and be like, "You have a click call from." I'm at the mall. I need a ride. You know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> just well, really you learn to work the system, especially when really just paying the charges. They don't.
1: They don't pay for it. They because they don't accept it. Yeah. So you, that's, that's, that's how, how I you do said, it.
2: That's how you learn to work the system. You don't accept oh, yeah. that call.
1: Yeah, because yeah, yeah.
0: then yeah. they'd be like, "Will you accept a call from?" Bob, we had a baby, it's a boy. <laughs> yeah. And then you could just say, no, but the message still came across. The message got but Otherwise, through. yeah, like you'd, you'd say, like, will you accept charges from so-and-so for this call? And then they connect you, and then it's like they'd bill collect. So they'd bill the recipient who's on the other end of the phone line, like 10 cents a minute or 20 cents a minute, whatever the fuck it was. But it's, it's crazy how that seems so, like, to me, I think about it, that seems so fucking ancient. Right. But it really wasn't that long ago. Anyway, Um, and then also you said Bay Area. I know there's a lot of different Bay Areas around. Like we're talking about the San Francisco
2: Bay Area. East Bay Dog. El Cerrito, Oakland. And beautiful Alameda.
1: Is that near Bay Farm Island? And if so, is it true that that's not actually
2: an island? Bay Farm Island is (laughs) not an island. Oh. I I've, I was recently <laughs> there, and I drove onto uh, the mainland without having to cross any bridges. I did have to cross a bridge to get to Alameda, okay. uh, to Bay Farm Island. So All sleeping
1: right. on, sleeping okay. on the kitchen
0: floor, we're sleeping okay. on the kitchen floor in Oakland. And then yeah, you move. We I think we left off. You moved to a Victorian in Oakland.
2: Yeah. So I think it was abandoned. Um because I remember there was one room where the roof was non uh, existent. Um, and Are this is. Edward
1: Scissorhands. <laughs>
0: Dude, I was picturing like Fight Club when like Edward Norton's riding around that decrepit, that dilapidated building in a bike. It's oh, yeah. like, I am Jack's medulla oblongata."
2: No, but. That's uh, insane. Yeah. And I just remember some crazy. We lost a dog for a week that was under their house. Um.
1: How how long uh, before close. is this is this close to the time frame where you had your first pet that committed suicide at your hand?
2: No, 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 no. That was much later. Like, oh shit. Holy shit. Yeah, that's forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's an early one. I'll I'll get to that cuz I'll it is Oakland and not far from there. And this could be around that time. So yeah, we were just living in a lot of really random, weird places while my mom was dating this Bob guy. And uh, Bob uh, owned a used car lot. So that was one cool thing is if we were at the car lot, I'm just walking around looking at all these very luscious uh, late 60s, early 70s models uh, being resold there on the market and uh dude
0: that's another that's another weird thing too because i had a stepdad at a time who was a fucking used car salesman too yeah i could, I, I could see the I, look I on your face
1: you were like this is a kismet <laughs> moment right now like
0: it is man it's so <clears throat> crazy like oh did There's, you see that corvette fucking stingray <laughs> like
2: <laughs> yeah i didn't even know I, mean, I just saw cars i mean beyond my first thing uh before collecting baseball cards was uh, hot wheels man i loved christmas he just gave me hot wheels i was happy. Um, nice matchbox nice. okay yeah. but if you went outside <laughs> of those two then Oops. what what'd you say <laughs> no, made we're me just, think of a fu- we're yeah. just having
1: an, a weird autistic mind meld connection over here yeah. <laughs> <with that. laughs>
0: old co worker that fucking was like oh, who was an adult and still yes. loved Hot Wheels. Yes. And one time we walked in on a, a conversation of with him and his old lady about his like Hot Wheels addiction. And it was just, I opened the door and it was like, and he was on the phone and he was like, and then he ended it and he was like, not allowed. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> and I just inferred like, you're not allowed to fucking buy Hot yeah. Wheels anymore
1: because it's a fucking problem, man. Yes. And that was 100 100- <laughs> A hundred percent correct because she was much older than he was, and oh, I yeah. remember. I remember a lot of people weren't sure. Like, is that his mom picking him up or uh, girlfriend? Oh, yeah. And and no, no judgment, oh. but it was f- a funny juxtaposition when he got off the phone. And was like, not allowed. Like he couldn't compute. Like, did she just say, "I'm not allowed to buy any more Hot Wheels"?
0: Yeah. <laughs> the
1: fuck does that mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like pretty, pretty clear. <laughs>
2: Uh
0: oh, fuck. Sorry. Yeah, that just triggered uh, me. Yeah, no, no. Me. I I
2: know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about and
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh if he's listening. Sorry. We love you.
2: Um he's not. So yeah, we bounced around uh, place to place and um then um We met, we settled at this house in El Cerrito on Elm Street, living with Bob. And I remember this is, I remember this, this is before I was in school. But Melissa was in kindergarten, and this is such a commentary on how times have changed or how bad of a mom my uh, mom was. (laughs) (laughs) We lived, we lived along the BART tracks circa. 1980. <laughs> and uh,
0: BART means Bay uh, Area Rapid Transit.
2: Yes, thank you for filling that in. <laughs> um, the L, I guess they call it in some places. Uh no. My sister. <laughs> no, that's nobody, the L
0: train.
1: <laughs> yeah, nobody calls it that. <laughs> that's a route for a train, I think, in like Chicago. <laughs> well, I think I think in Chicago they call it the L because it's elevated. It's elevated. Like the E yes. L. Oh. But then there yeah, are dude, other just, train. Yeah. Anyway. That just blew my anyway, mind. You didn't know that? Sorry. Mm. Um, well, I know sure. they're elevated.
0: I've seen fucking the French connection before, but I've seen I didn't family know Matters. The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh I didn't know that the L was like oh it's elevated so the whole train. I I always figured people like oh I took the L like the like the L route was like the most like popular route on that train. Nuts. Hmm. Anyway.
2: Um anyway, anyway, got her number.
1: Yeah, so you guys are hanging out on the railroad tracks. What, throwing rocks at trains or what?
2: <laughs> I know, because it was Mr. High man. elevated. <laughs> um, but so uh, the first school I went to was uh, right next to the L, or to the Bart Tracks. And we lived on Elm Street about um, three blocks away. And Melissa was in school a year before I was. I was smart enough where I didn't need to go to preschool or anything fancy like that. So when she was in kindergarten, um, I was free at home to watch cartoons and do whatever. Good call. But I remember on a regular basis, I would walk down to the school and walk Melissa home. So I'm four, she's five. And we're just in the Bay Area walking, you know, freely.
0: Yeah. yeah, you couldn't – how long of a walk would you say? Less than a mile okay. more than a mile?
2: No, these are city blocks. I'm saying three, four blocks. It was 14 or 15 stops, stops on the bar. To, <laughs> no, 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 no. No stops on the bar there, but
0: – No, yeah. If you picture that <laughs> nowadays, that's probably like, like – Oh, you'd – yeah. That, you'd that, be that's that's insane. Yeah. You'll Dick, get CPS called on you.
1: Dick, you had mentioned your, your sister Melissa had epilepsy. Did she have – I thought she had some other kind of like developmental issue. See, that's
2: this is one of those things that I didn't – I don't want to say I didn't care. I just knew she had special needs. I didn't yeah. get into everything. And so I never really sat down and talked to my mom. But it's one of those things when everybody has gone in your life that you can ask those questions of – Jennifer um, might be able to help me answer that, and it's something that I'll... But I know she's no PhD, so I'm not sure how good her memory is. Um, but I just know she was epileptic, took uh, a drug talk called Depakote. <laughs> epileptic. All the letters a, are
1: there, but the order might be quite... <laughs> 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 okay, yeah, because uh, I, I don't... Like, the way... You'd always talked about her. I just kind of assumed it. It was like a some kind of developmental thing. So I was. I was just kind of surprised when you said. Yeah, and <laughs> she had
2: physical problems too. Like her. She had a lot of leg problems. Um. So I don't. I don't know the full scope. Mm-hmm. Of and, it's well, and it was probably
1: it was probably a different time too, where they're like, "Oh, that kid's yeah, oh, yeah. different." You know, they they wouldn't yeah, take her well, in to get a full diagnosis or
2: so. I was in the Bay Area and El Dorado County. And even when I moved to Bay, I did not go to the same school as my sister, uh-huh. Melissa, until I moved to Corning. Well, so no matter what school I was in, they did not have the classes <laughs> available for her. So she always had to be, sometimes it would be in a station wagon. Somebody would come pick up. Um, like six or seven kids, and then drive them the 30 miles to the school they needed to go to. I never went to school with her until I was in high school. She was a sophomore. I was a freshman.
1: Was it El Dorado County where you lived in a camper shell that was not attached to a vehicle, but just the ground?
2: Yeah. I'll get to that one later. Okay. So, but it was just a different era in that day, you know? I mean, we were allowed to run around and do whatever be home by dark and even at an early age you know we're out just riding our bikes and you're go around the corner now it's you're up and down you know five houses either way in front of your house and that's where you're allowed to go at least at that age um, yeah
0: i think that's a pretty recent development too because like i'm like 10 years your year junior and i remember in my day so uh early to late 90s like i remember being the same way, you know, you could you could walk, you know, to school. I mean, people still do that, but like I I could get on my bike and be gone all day. No one would would wave and bat an eye at it. I know it's still different in bigger cities, like especially like you talking about Oakland. Like that's a pretty big deal. That's a different animal. Yeah. So, but yeah, you think about it today. Like I, I've heard cases of like you know a kid seven and ten, they walk you know, half a mile to the park from their house. And the cops pick them up and deliver them to their door. And they're saying, do you know where your kids were? And like, and then there's other horror stories with like CPS get involved and like bad parenting, all these kinds of things. Shit has gotten amped up. I think in like the last 15, 10, five years, it's become, it's completely different. And I don't know if that's because, the information access to everything, like you're aware of all the fucked up things that can happen to kids and stuff, or if it's a mixture of just, you know, we're just way too soft and ultra hyper focused on shielding and like putting a fucking insulated bubble around everyone. Either way, like, I don't think it's a good thing. I, no. I'm, I'm, am i am i i more tend to think it's just like, it's just like one of those things, like the more information you have, there's more stuff out there that doesn't mean there's been like a fucking exponential increase of, you know, kids getting made off with in a van and like, right. You know, all these things you have to worry about. I think just people are, people now are just hyper focused on trying to, trying to, to keep as much potential harm from their offspring as possible. and, like when you go to that extreme, it's like, what are you doing to that kid? You know, at the end of the day, like,
1: well, yeah. And then there's I don't unintended... know,
0: time will tell, but it doesn't seem good. No. Like being like the helicopter parent, every fucking where, you know?
1: Yeah. There's a, there's a lady in, I think it's Waco, Texas right now who is looking at, you know, felony prison time because I think she was driving her kids home and one of her kids was like being a little shit, like an eight year old. And she's like, if you don't quit fucking around, you're going to walk home. You know, the kid didn't stop. So she's like, all right, get out and walk home. I think it was maybe a quarter mile in a, in a suburb neighborhood. And some neighbor called the cops and was reported it. So then the cops came because they have to. And, you know, they're threatening her with like all these crazy child endangerment charges. Like, yeah, so uh, take, take the parent away. That's a really good recipe yeah, for raising the kid. Put them right?
0: into yeah. the system yeah i I, I remember
1: yes and foster and all that shit yeah that won't fuck that kid up i'm i'm just maybe a year or two younger than jim and i i can remember being in kindergarten because i was stupid i had to go to kindergarten unlike richard apparently
2: (laughs) no i just didn't have to go to preschool man i had to go to kindergarten
1: (laughs) uh and i remember walking to, to school and i mean it wasn't like i was in the middle of Compton, but it wasn't a it wasn't a super great neighborhood. And I, I was walking to school at like four. So yeah. looking back, I don't know if I would let my kid do that if I had one.
0: Yeah, God, that's the other God thing too. Like, I can Dude, talk there's... out of one side of my mouth and then say another out of my others. Like, I have a six-year-old daughter right now, and I wouldn't trust her to walk across the street with a fucking nickel, you know? So you know. There we, I... Am I a hypocrite? Maybe.
2: No, no. There's a uh, guy... And he went away for a while, but um that stands down by the East Avenue Safeway, so just by my house, when you go down there, and they'll just sit there just grinning at people and talking with some uh people um that we work with that have lived in the area, that have lived here, and their mm-hmm. kids and this guy scared the shit out of them. <clears throat> yeah. And He was gone for a while and now he's back. And he does, you just see him standing there doing crazy stuff just by the side of the road. Like, and he has. Yeah, sometimes
0: that's all it'll take, too. You see some, like, one creepy fucking dude or. Yeah.
2: But those people may have been around back then, but they're usually probably drug inside and taken care of somewhat. It was a different era when you were able to go around. Yeah,
0: you're able to run around barefoot and fucking, you know, like go catch a snake or like, you know, it's like some of that's hyperbole, but it, it really was like, I don't think people like that are that are younger now can understand how, how different it, it f- I mean, how different it feels to me. Like it, it feels now very, very uh plastic and like bubble boy. You know, like like everyone's got a bubble around them, and and very very short leash. Which again, I said maybe I'm a hypocrite on, but um, I don't know. That's that's a tough thing because it's it is it is hard to reconcile in your inside your mind because the more you know, it's like the more you can be afraid of. You know, yeah. But anyway, so back to you. Like, oh. so you're you're walking your yeah, sister just, back and she's she's a year older than you
2: yeah but she had special needs and so she definitely needed the escort but like i said it was just different back then and so when i ended up going to uh in kindergarten and going to school the teachers there knew me like my teacher already knew me from i don't know if she was melissa's teacher or just knew me from being down there and it was awesome started a kindergarten i was in school we lived in this house that actually had a full roof and everything running water uh yeah and then uh i remember my mom and bob getting in a fight he my mom showed dogs and um yes yes and she had a couple dalmatians that One of them, I think, is on the wall here. Terrible dog. Holding a trophy. And so I remember she had two of them, and Bob, for whatever reason, took the dogs up into the Oakland Hills and released them. (laughs) Never to be found again. Jesus
0: Christ. That's one way to settle an argument.
2: So, and then the next thing I remember. You know those dogs
0: you like so much?
2: They were expensive and worth money. Dude, fuck that. So. little
0: slime ball. I
2: did, I did. Last play thing I remember from that house is we had a yellow rider truck backed up and we we're moving our stuff out. And we had a little parakeet named Petey. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the bird's <laughs> name was, but he went and he threw. He's the bird so cage. quiet. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Here I said I took care of it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He threw the bird cage into the van with the bird in it. Thus, pretty much (laughs) killing the bird.
0: Like he winged it from the hip, like softball side.
2: No, he just took the cage, threw it into the van, and (laughs) Jesus Christ! (laughs) That was his final salvo. Yeah, Jesus Christ. So, not knowing the whole story. Uh, The next place we moved, still in kindergarten, we moved to Oakland and lived, uh, I went to Franklin Elementary. That was school number two, kindergarten year. And we lived in the residential spot of this bike shop. So a used bike shop, which was cool because we had any kind of like, we always had a bike to ride. Um, I just remember there'd be like, 50 bikes. I mean, I don't know if I'm over or under exaggerating that number, but there were a lot of bikes and they may have been in the living room. Um, and I remember it was close to, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. So you got, you, you were able to move into a bike, a furnished bike shop that there had was bikes
2: furnished. I don't know. I can't recall exactly how legal it was to be residential or how legal it was for it to be a commercial, Like I I can't remember. I just remember bikes, and in the back of this place, there's a big house in Oakland again. But we uh, lived there, and I have some crazy pictures uh, of like Christmas at that place. And I remember uh, being in a bunk bed, and once again, rain coming down and starting to get uh, rained on from the leaky roof above my bed. So this wasn't the greatest window. I can't stand the rain sorry blame it on the rain (laughs) bikes (laughs) nice (laughs) nice sorry (laughs) we uh we lived there and it was close to the bike shop I don't know if Bob was somehow involved in that too Um, wait so
1: Bob is still in the picture after Yes. Shot-putting Tweety into the... Right
2: <laughs> from what I recall. Um, maybe not. All right. Because I'm saying okay. a lot of
1: my memory starts from... Bob's Bob status unclear. Okay.
2: Got it. <laughs> because after we moved out of that bike shop with whoever we lived in or lived with... Uh, I went to my third school in kindergarten, okay. Balboa Elementary, and now is in I, El Cerrito. Can
1: I ask a question real quick? Um, because I know you so well, I know that you've been to no less than 157 separate schools. Are we going to yeah. go through every single one? Of them? <laughs> yeah, we're still in kindergarten, and we're at the 45 minute mark. <laughs> we are. We are 42 well, years ago.
2: <laughs> so, I'm just. I was trying to set some. Uh, no, no, no. See, I understand. You can cut stuff out. All right. So El yeah, yeah. Balboa. Kindergarten. All right.
1: <laughs> After yourself. <laughs> name 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 every teacher you can remember from Balboa Elementary. One pillow.
2: I can't remember. I mean. It closed down, but I the one thing I was gonna say there, that was my first remembered concussion okay,
0: uh, okay. <laughs> wait so you i, I want to be clear for the listeners too because when you said this i fucking internally i about died so you had you like listed off like key points in your life you listed off schools and then you said you had a separate list like list of concussions listed yeah. out and so this is number one <laughs> All
2: right. as far as i know who knows i could been yeah just just the
1: ready. ones you remember
2: yeah yeah right <laughs> so uh uh, that school closed down, had to go to school in Richmond, still living in the trailer park in El Cerrito. Nice. Um, went to school there one year. Uh, my sister Jennifer actually ended up going to school in Dixon with my cousin because Dixon? Yeah, she could not handle the... People gave her a hard time there. I, I had a good time there, but uh, she was sent away to with my aunt. That lasted one year and still living in the same trailer park, we uh, went up the hill for the next year and a half to uh, Mira Vista to you know be uh, hill folk. feel like nice and rich, but we were having to walk a like mile and a half home, 28 minute walk. Um, would take the bus up to school in the morning but then have to walk home every day. Damn. See, that's and something then,
0: I can't picture like some kids like th- these days, like traversing different like bus routes and like like a 28 minute like sojourn from school to home.
2: Yeah. During a that time, pretty heavily populated know. area. Like, yeah, that seems like intense. Well, we were right across the street from the BART station then. And uh, it's kind of funny because you're talking about bus routes between collecting Hot Wheels and baseball cards. Every morning I would take all the bus route schedules and there was like 30 of them. So I would collect every schedule and I knew all the bus routes around the Bay Area, at least uh, leaving from that area. It was kind of a fun thing to do is, you know, couldn't afford toys, so. <laughs> and you would do what with schedules. them? Just read them? Read them. Just know them? Well, they didn't, yeah, just they didn't change from day to day, too. did they?
1: Do the what? They didn't change daily, no. did they?
2: No, but sometimes if you're out or get wet, you lose it. I'm a kid, man. I'm in uh, second grade by then.
0: Or you just hypothetically like, oh, man, this is my fucking dream route right here.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm sure I had one. I'm sure I looked at anything that went up into the hills was nice. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so we were living in that trailer park for, looks like, about three years, and... My mom finally had, had enough and we had a friend hitch up the trailer and we moved up to a dog show. A friend of hers was living in Coloma where gold was discovered.
1: All right. Coloma, you know, yeah, I've, I've got to stop you because you skipped over the first dog suicide story. I know that oh, happened shit. when you were living in the Bay yeah. Area.
2: No, so that that's probably Oakland kindergarten. So my mom takes, we had a, it may have been a Bouvier and then some, a Skipper Key. So we were, are those, I'm are in those the front seat of the vet. Of dog
1: or <laughs> these are relics of a bygone era. What the fuck is a skipper key? <laughs> are these models of sixties cars at Bob's lot? A skipper or? key is
2: like a fat kind of longer hair, wiry chihuahua.
1: Oh, you know, a
2: breed. Um, And I think it was a Bouvier that we had. So a bigger dog. So my mom has the two dogs at the vet out and we're on a main drag in Oakland she gives me uh, the skipper key to hold and while she has the van door open in the back she's going to put the bigger dog into the crate at that point and then I assume put the smaller dog into the crate but it never got to that point because the dog jumped out of my hands in between the two front seats of the van out the door down the sidewalk and into traffic on this main Oakland Street, and <laughs> got hit by a car <laughs> in front of. Me. Oh uh, Jesus! Yeah.
1: Well, from what
0: yeah, I remember, when you when and
2: you, you were to-
0: kindergarten age, yeah, when was, this happened, it was- fuck.
1: <laughs> it's not a funny story, but the way the way he originally told it, from what I remember, his mom was like, "Here." Um, hold Skippy or whatever the fucking dog's name was and, and don't let him go. And then promptly just immediately let go. And the dog jumped out, ran straight into traffic <laughs> under a car. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah. It's not funny, but it's funny. Like, come it's, on. No, it's in weird. retrospect,
2: like when you're, well, when you're yeah, a sad yeah person, with, without, you can... without
1: foreshadowing too much, this is the, the first of a pattern of animal suicides related to Richard so when he would tell these stories later, you see a pattern developing like, well, maybe it's, maybe it's you, friend. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> uh, All right. Fuck. So we moved up to uh, Coloma in uh, El Dorado County, went to Gold Trail, Gold Trail Blazer here. Yeah. You uh, lived in, in uh, uh,
1: Lotus, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Down the road. I think they yeah. had their own elementary school. Um, I used
1: to. Maybe, uh, a, no, I used to always ask him if he lived in Lotus. He's like, no, I never fucking lived there, but that's where our bus stop was. <laughs> <laughs> Such a weird thing to get mad about, but all right.
2: Yeah. No. Right. My fucking bus stop. I don't sound like that.
0: Is, um, isn't Coloma? That's like right on the
1: edge of like the Sierra Nevadas.
2: Is that where we're at?
1: Yeah, it's it's heading up to the Tahoe area. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, But yeah, so we lived in the uh, Coloma Resort, uh, which was a trailer park slash campground. And we lived there for about two years. 85, the flood came and almost took our trailer away. We were the last uh, trailer in the mobile home park. Almost washed it down the uh, road. We were probably about 20 feet from like really high uh, waters. Never had us evacuated or anything, but.
1: They never had you evacuated, but you were the only trailer that survived.
2: (laughs) No, they all survived. We were the last. Sorry. That sounded bad. We were the last trailer in the lot. So we were (sighs) the closest to the water. Gotcha.
1: Very different. Okay.
2: Sorry.
0: Um, Dude, that reminds me of the joke. Uh, Robin Williams did. I think he said, "You know the difference between a tornado and a divorce in the South." Um, in one, you hang yourself with your own belt. Nothing. Someone's losing a trailer.
2: <laughs> Sorry. All right. Um, so yeah, in that time, uh, concussion number two happened. I was at school walking up the ramp, and somebody did we, down we at hear the concussion number or- one? We did. Yeah, what
1: was number one?
2: Oh, we—I didn't really talk about it. I got hit by a ball in kindergarten, and my head hit the concrete, and I remember hearing like an egg cracking sound. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! Yeah, I had a headache for a while on that one.
1: Was it like a baseball or a no, like a big ball? rubber
2: ball? This is in kindergarten, so it was like one. So of those this was like a handball, but that's not what caused no. it. It's, it's not it. It knocked it you down. down the you, ground, did the, yeah. you did the head
0: snap on the back on the
1: yeah. ground.
2: Yeah, and then you hear the egg-cracking sound. But, fuck.
1: Well, So, concussion number number two, how'd that happen?
2: Same way, harder ball. (laughs) Somebody kicked a basketball. (laughs) Somebody kicked a basketball as I'm walking up this ramp, and it just comes flying from half a basketball uh, court away and just hits me on the side of the head, and once again, <laughs> fuck, go down and hit my head. So that's that kindergarten. Could
1: be, that could and, be con- concussion two and a half, possibly three, if you got one from the hit and then hitting the ground. Yeah. So,
2: so yeah, that's, that's my yeah. fourth grade. Double so the, uh, the noggin's a little mushy by this point. Um, but, yeah, we lived in Coloma until, um, I guess, if I remember the story right, Barbie Benton, who was one of Hugh Hefner's ex uh, playmates, and she she made some appearances on the uh, with the girls next door. She bought the place and kicked all the full time residents out of the trailer park. So, in about 1985, we once again had to find some place to live. And there was by uh, way
0: of a fucking Playboy playmate.
2: Yeah. It- Dude, I don't know if you should is, bleep that name out. I don't know legalities. No, she's like a public figure. Fuck that. Fuck her. Yeah, so I do remember. I've tried to look well, it up, yeah, but and there's no
1: she, history. If she bought it, like if what you're saying is true, it doesn't matter. So
2: yeah, I, I know. It's records. not, yeah. But I don't when know if she's the one that actually – Damn, yeah, I, she was
1: a looker for sure. Yeah, allegedly or whatever. Uh, yeah. So is that where you lived in a camper shell that was set on the ground?
2: No, no, that's coming up.
1: I love that you keep looking at your notes for the timeline. Like, uh, nope, that was later.
2: No, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. Just, well, like I'm trying to speed this line. up because we spent too much time uh, in uh, kindergarten.
0: It's all good. We can stretch this to volume two, three, four. That's what I That's what I pictured in my head to begin this, with, anyway. So it's like
1: a Ken Burns 55 part Civil War documentary.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the bucket. war. So yeah, we move in with a family that. We moved into a house um up in Garden Valley. Where's that? Um, that is between Georgetown and Coloma. Okay. And it's where uh, Golden Sierra High School is. Steve, that ring a bell to you.
1: I mean barely and not it's it's the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. To our uh, listeners out in Albuquerque or wherever you may <laughs> be. <to live. laughs> um, we're still around like the base of the Sierra
0: Nevadas ish. Yeah. We're, we're in gold country.
2: Yeah. Okay. So we are in with this family that was uber religious, and oh, it was nice. a five bedroom mm-hmm. house, and they had six kids. So it was my mom, my two sisters, and me. It was, there were four boys, two girls, and the four boys were, I think one of them was older than me, one was younger than me. So when we first moved in, the three older of us shared a room, and that quickly did not work out from what I remember. And I ended up uh, moving into a room with my mom. So my mom slept on the couch, I had the bed, she was nice enough to do that for me.
0: And, uh, um, Richard got to yeah. have the full bed.
2: <laughs> that's where, that's where I learned to milk goats. And, uh, we had to drink goat milk and, uh, I wouldn't drink milk at that time. I'll just use it for cereal, but crazy time. I have to go out and milk the goat, cut a head off a chicken. We ate it. Don't worry. Listen. You ate the head. Huh? <laughs> 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 you use the whole thing, man. Um, <laughs> it was a crazy time I remember we had a dog My sister's dog And one of those little rat bastard kids Threw my sister's dog off the balcony And this is on a You know raised balcony Overlooked on a hill Like these people were aliens They were religious as fuck My mom made us She wanted us to go to church with them And I think we went three times And she's all fucked at. She didn't say that But she's all Yeah we're not going there again it was, it was different, uh, you know, usually living in a trailer just amongst yourselves and then you move in with, uh, I don't know, Party of Five or not. What's that? <laughs> or whatever.
1: When you move what in with the, Brant, the, what? The, Brant, the Branch Davidians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Pretty much. Like, so we were in a cult. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> For three weeks and then we got out. Dude, I don't want to be—I don't want to be insensitive with the name, but like, have you ever seen the slums of Better Beverly Hills?
2: No,
0: nah. it's a movie about people who are like nomadic, and that's the dude—one of the main dudes—and like, that you watch the trailer, he's like, nomads—they move, like, because the sister is like, why the fuck do we always gotta move from place to place to place? And that's what it, it's um the fuck is his name oh man it's gonna piss me off something vicious i can't remember his name uh but it's it's from like 1999 it's called the slums of beverly hills and they do this that they like they're like nomads they move from place to place alan arkin plays the dad and it's like the dad and his son and daughter maybe another kid and they're just like I don't know if he's like crooked and they're on the lamb or something. I, it's been such a long, it's from like 1997, the movie, but I'm getting echoes of that, like hearing you like, and then we were here and here and here and like, like so many different places you should check that movie out.
2: Well, we're getting ready to head like, to one of Steve's favorite places. Now, where are we off to now? Well, I'm still at George. Uh, when we moved, left Kloma, moved to garden Valley, but I went to Georgetown elementary. And I actually stayed there the longer than any other school, from uh, fifth grade to the seventh grade. But uh, so we lived with the Branch Davidians, as Steve referred to them, <laughs> and then uh,
1: the Heaven's Gate people. Yeah,
2: <laughs> got my kids on. Um,
1: they were they were Nikes. Yeah,
2: yeah. there was a SNL uh, sketch where it was kids. Oh no! It was and they have like a, they my had nine
0: dollars in dimes instead of quarters in their pockets. Yeah.
2: Um, we moved to a place called Kelsey. So still in the same, going to the same school. It's kind of between Garden Valley and uh, Coloma where we lived, and like the road. So not not Kelseyville, but a town no, called Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah. Wow. And we lived about two-mile walk from the main road off where the bus stop would drop us off. And Jennifer and I would have to walk. Um, this is the place where we lived basically off the grid. Uh, we had a generator. <laughs> and then we would- Go out hurry.
0: there and fire the Jenny up. So,
2: yeah, we'd come home from school.
1: It's funny because Christmas. you you think- this is one of my favorite stories. It is, yeah. but it's also leading into one of my actual favorite stories that I don't <laughs> that I don't think you want to tell, but I'm going to force you to. So, continue on. Right. Uh, so, your family lived under generator power, correct? <laughs>
2: yeah, um, and-, and our water we would have to either get from the creek, or if you were had the truck loaded up with jocks, <laughs> Yeah, did you have to treat it with joke. fucking
1: iodide? No. There was a
2: great, there was a great spot off the side of the road north of Georgetown that had fresh mountain spring water. So we would fill up the jugs mm-hmm. then if we were up in the area. Otherwise, if we were desperate, we would head down to the creek and would fill up as much water. Then you'd have to boil your water. Oh yeah. Uh, to use it for any kind of eat or drinking. Um, bathing. I used to wash myself with a rag on a stick. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> on a stick. Yeah, we did run <laughs> have running water.
2: on just a stick? Outside, yeah, like a bear in the woods. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you, a giraffe? Why do you need a stick to <laughs> wash yourself? <laughs> How are you going to get your bag? How are you going to get your crevice? <laughs>
0: uh, like no, that's, a,
2: that's a Bart Simpson line, so I have to give credit so I don't get sued. Uh, Oh Christ But uh, So yeah But that's how in the morning That's how you'd uh, wash yourself Bathe yourself And then uh, that's where I Sit in the school one day in an assembly Or PE uh, Somebody's called me dirt boy And then that uh, Picked up and (laughs) hung on For a while but luckily for me I move schools a lot So I never really brought my old nicknames to the new schools along the way.
0: You're like a snake. Like you were able to shed personas from like place to place. Like, yeah, yeah, dude, that's crazy because like, yeah, if you're, if you're like a kid and like you, you go to the same school for seven years or 15 years, whatever the fuck it is. And like, and something happens like a formative moment like that. And then it gets attached to you like, oh, that's like, you know pee your pants girl or whatever you know that's crazy you went on all these different so it wasn't very long that you had that stigma or
1: yeah, that yeah
2: unfortunately my dumbass brings all this shit up to my friends later on in life and so they all get recycled
1: <laughs> <laughs> well and i doubt i doubt your personal hygiene hygiene improved vastly after that so they probably just gave you some new some new nickname, <laughs> nickname, but it's like in a no, super yeah. bad where he's like, Oh, like I shit his pants in forth and that guy shit his pants. It's like, that was fourth grade. It's like, people don't forget.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, that's where, quick,
0: uh, quick Hey, quick question. I, I don't know if it's in the same area, but have you, this is like some deep California, uh, rabbit hole. But have you ever heard of Maybe California? Maybe. The town of Maybe yeah. maybe <laughs> maybe or cool California. Cool,
2: yeah, yeah, Cool's right down the road from everywhere I'm talking about right now. Oh really? Sure. It's a little further down the road, but Okay. Yeah cool. Sorry that now. was just a quick quick it's like side a 14 curiosity. mile drive from uh Georgetown. Okay. But yeah, so that that place, uh no power, no water, no bathroom. Lived there for about, I don't know, a year and a half maybe as my mom was dating this guy, Shane. And that was her first boyfriend since she finally left Bob. And, uh, uh, yeah. So
1: I, kind, I kind of cut you off with the, with the generator story. So yeah. you, you, would, you would conserve energy as much as you could, right? Yeah. And then you would go to school. And yeah. then when you went to school – you believe that they would turn the generator on.
2: Oh, I'm sure they did. Well, you know, you'd get up walking home after long. It's like 5.30 by the time you're finally getting, probably later than that, six. Yeah. Finally getting, you finally had to do a switch back up and down this shitty ass dirt road, crest the top of the hill, and <laughs> then I would swear to God he would see us and then you'd just hear the generator shut off. And it was get back in there. It was like candle power till about 7 p.m. And they're all, OK. We can turn the generator on again. But I know sometimes I heard that motherfucker shut off on the way.
1: Yeah. Just as soon as you would <laughs> just as soon as you would crest the hill. Crest the hill.
2: Yeah, <laughs> And it sucked, too, because in uh, I spent the first part of that time living, just sleeping on the couch in the trailer. And then at one point I got my own pad. It was pretty cool. It was the first time I think I really had my own room, and uh, so we had this camper shell. Um, Steve always envisioned just a flat camper shell you put straight on to uh, the back of your truck that covers meets up at the top of your the roof <laughs> of your cab. But yeah. you no, know, no, this thing was special, man. It had it had the poles for like when you needed to set it down. So had, it's like uh, an
1: it's like an over the cab camper.
2: Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, I, yeah it I, does like a
0: little oopsie doo up the top shit. to where you got that little crawl space up atop. Yeah. top. What do they call that? Like mom's attic in like U hauls and shit. Yeah, you love yeah.
1: phrases.
0: I I do love phrases. Yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. So if anybody else can't picture this, it's like picture the quote unquote mom's attic in the U haul. It's like a little <laughs> that comes up over the top of the cab. So it's, like, enough space to where you could, like, a ladder up and yeah. have, like or, a bed.
1: Or if you've seen Twister, one of the campers is, like, a, a truck, like, it's a, it's, like, a it camper. It fits over the
0: truck bed, and then the yeah. other, that little half fits over the top of, like, the ceiling of the truck. If you were in, like, a little pickup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah so. So imagine that, be, that that's without, without, without that's bitching, the. That's fucking bitching, man.
2: <laughs> yeah, it uh but no power, so everything I had out there was just candlelight. So it'd be like, okay, I'm going to go do my homework at the end of the night and go to bed in the cold. But um uh maybe we ran an extension cord out there for whenever the f- generator was fired up, but whoa, spoiled. Yeah, it was
1: uh, a <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> What?
1: Spoiled. Who gave yeah. him the
2: extension cord?
0: He's the, hes in that highfalutin <laughs> camper yeah, shit cotton had, with the extension cord.
2: Dude, my sisters had luxury. They actually had one of those like little shell campers that they mm-hmm. had because our—I think uh, my mom and Shane were probably tired of us living in there, you know, living up in the big trailer, So they uh, <laughs> decided to get us our own pads.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like, fuck, I'm trying to get my fuck on, too, man. Like, these goddamn kids out of
1: here. Jesus James. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. That is sorry. poor taste. It's,
0: it is. Uh, I'm just trying to think, like, myself, like, okay, where can I put these kids so I can get my fuck on? Um, <laughs> get out in the fucking camper shell, you bastards. <laughs> sorry.
1: <laughs> hey, we're all adults here. <clears throat> Uh, it, it sounds like you were talking about trying to fuck kids. Like, where can I put these kids so I can get my fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, man, don't put words into my
0: mouth, asshole. You know, you know why. You know what I meant.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. So, Dick, is this is this around when, the time frame uh, where you and your sister, because it because it was such a small, remote area. You and Melissa had to share a bus, and is this around the time where you got thrown off the bus for throwing paper? No,
2: no, that, that, that's that's later to come. That's high school. Remember yeah. I said that Melissa and I didn't Holy go to the same shit. school? I mean, if you're paying attention, jeez. Sorry, Jesus Christ. Oh, You can bring that one up, but yeah. It well, wasn't until quarantine.
1: Well, you yeah. could have gone to, the, you could have ridden the same bus, but I didn't know if you went to the. No, same no, school. she was always
2: having to be bussed to some school <laughs> far away, or station wagon, or kidnapped. I don't know, but her days were long. I did not envy her at all because she had to go so far away to all these schools. That yeah, it sucked. One of those times or... this is a time I did. Um, so back in Coloma, I did. I feel bad. She spilled hot chocolate in my lap, and I threw a library book at her. It was a book on one of the states, and it was a hardback. And she had the audacity to duck, and it broke a window. And I tried to plead with she my mom. The but it wasn't fault. And It wasn't my fault because I would have hit her if she didn't duck. I know I'm an asshole, huh? It's a, it's but just I just remember getting
1: confusing. It's logic. her
0: fault. I would have hit her if she didn't. And it Burn, man. That was some hot chocolate on my lap.
2: <laughs> I know I'm a dick. I gotta take a leak.
1: So how did she spill it on your lap? Was
2: it... She knocked it over because she was clumsy, so... Right, he's gonna edit this out, or is he taking this into the bathroom with him?
1: No. We'll let it go. So... So I'm, I'm picturing you two sitting next to each other
2: on, where are you going? I was just gonna watch. Hold on, one second.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right,
2: I'm back. So we're sitting at a table, Jennifer, Melissa, and I. No,
1: just hang on. Hang on.
2: Yeah, no,
0: this is great. Pod. I had my headphones on so I could still hear. <laughs> okay. I and I had a mind to piss during the stream, but I could feel it. I was like, I only have one empty bottle in here that I could piss into, and I was like, this is definitely a two or three bottle piss situation so <laughs> i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna take it to the actual abode or commode that's what it is um dick what kind remember of that dick? story where i told you where i fucking i i don't know why man i was like, can in i guess living room can i guess yeah. what you're
1: gonna say yeah it was when you lived in the joshua tree apartments my autism nope. is and you were pissing in the gatorade <laughs> bottle but you wanted to lean over to grab your Xbox remote. And, yeah. But you didn't want to stop pissing, so you leaned over the couch to grab your Xbox remote and your yes. dick came out of the Gatorade wide mouth bottle and began pissing all over the couch,
0: right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was so lazy or like conscious of time that I didn't want to just stop. Yeah. walk five feet to the pisser and take a piss and then go back and resume my game. I was like, oh, no, I can I can reach it. And I reached. Yeah, the act of reaching whilst still pissing into and making the conscious choice (laughs) to piss into a Gatorade bottle, like straddling a couch. I don't know why to reach over for the the controller. Yeah, like popped out and fucking I pissed all over short story. I pissed all over my couch. Um, another question I have to you guys, have you ever, whether it's in like a, a drunken or semi drunken stupor or completely Jaybird's birds, like sober, it was just more of like, it was more economical to do. So have you ever pissed pissed in the trash can?
2: No. Uh, at the school I was in at the time, uh, Georgetown, uh, that I was currently at, I did the first time I ever got detention. I was went in the bathroom. Nobody was there, so I was pissing into the floor drain. And some <laughs> kid, That's so fun. I was trying to see it. I was just trying to. You know, nobody was around, and this kid walked in, who was younger than me, and I didn't know he didn't know he could identify me, but I stopped and I finished in, pissing in the urinal left well about an hour later here comes the principal pulls me out this kid did know who i was identified <laughs> me and i had a week's worth of detention
0: it's that's him kid. that's the floor drain pisser <laughs> yeah, that what was... a fucking narc what an asshole
2: it's like if i would have seen that i'd be like hey
0: good on you man that's fucking cool uh, it's always yeah. fun. As a, I don't—that's one thing that's unique to being a dude. I think is being able to piss wherever you think you can get away with doing so, or just wherever you want. It's just—it's just fun. I don't think anybody else without a dick would understand that. So
1: I've seen—I've seen some chicks. You would do it too,
0: I, yeah, dude. I, I was gonna say, man.
1: I've seen some pretty <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> some some pretty aggressive pissing in places like i would never have the balls to do it like in between two cars on a busy street like i'll just pop a squat right here like i would never have the courage to do that mostly because i'd be afraid of getting arrested and charged with like a sex crime but they're like fuck it i'll just pull my ass out (laughs) (laughs) i'll just pop it (laughs) Uh, dude
0: that's very true especially now like if you roam the depths of reddit for any length of time you'll see like on like subreddits like crazy shit or like instant chaos or something I just saw one the other day this bitch started pissing like right out the back of her skirt on a fucking escalator going up I was like (laughs) dude I would never do that (laughs) Is so cool because she's just going up the escalator and she's just pissing backwards. A she waterfall. pulls her shit up. She's like, Uber, here we go. I'm going home. Ah. Fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck dude. Yeah. Anyway, back to my initial question pissing in the trash can. I don't know. Something about it's just fun, especially if it's like, thrown in a trash can. There's.
2: <laughs> Same school.
0: Like, uh, like dirty work style, like full body hitting like the, the top and going into a like a big industrial trash can. No, or this like, is like are we talking high, like, stuffed into can. a trash can like like the round? Not head you know, first,
2: but ass first, a couple bullies. That's just awesome, <laughs> me up and threw me in a trash can. That's all right, I got over it. Nessa, around the same time as concussion, I don't know if this is concussion, but that's when we were playing a Rop Tag. And, uh, (laughs) I was running and from somebody who was was
1: running
2: Yeah, and I turned around and ran straight into a fence post, steel fence post and busted my face open. But I did get, uh, I didn't cry. And some people were impressed by that because I had a lot of blood on my face. So, and after I finally got some street cred, we left that town. (laughs) So when I finally... (laughs) When I finally did something cool, that's the
0: other yeah. end of the spectrum. Like you move around so much, you do something cool, and you get that yeah. fucking chip on your shoulder. You lose that too. So it's like you got to fucking start your character all over again.
2: Yeah.
0: Like if you were playing through like an RPG, it's like yeah, I just I fucking ate that and didn't cry. It's like no one knows you're in a fucking completely different town. Yeah. You have well, to that's say, I'm hey, I'm yeah, that's the The rock tag champion North of the rock the tag champion San
2: Joaquin district, like. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, when we finally had enough of living with nothing, we moved back in, we moved to Bangor, which is here in Butte County, California. Um, and, uh, Bangor was interesting because it was kindergarten through eighth grade. Kindergarten and first was one teacher, one teacher for second and third (laughs) fourth fifth and sixth had one teacher
0: oh god and that then seventh and that, whoever eighth. that is is a saint yeah
2: she was actually pretty cool i can't remember her name but um Should have to be seventh and eighth was when i was there and uh yeah it was a pretty interesting school that's uh when i rode the short bus we only had two buses to pick people up, and so we had a regular <laughs> bus, and then we had the short yellow bus, and uh, fortunately, my route was on the short bus. There are many jokes but, that be uh, made right now, but we won't. That's okay. But yeah, Melissa had to go to uh, Central in Oroville, so she was bused further out. Once again, not uh, going to the school that I went to. Right. And... Uh, Bangor was an interesting area. Um, I don't think I had any concussions then. But just so small, there was only two eighth grade boys. So when I was there in eighth grade. Holy shit. Yeah, there was only two boys. And ironically, years later, when I was going to Butte College, I had a history class. And this kid sitting up next to me when they were like reading off first day and they're all so-and-so, and I was like, holy shit. Tapped him, I'm all. hey, you went to Bangor, huh? He's all, yeah. It was just so weird because I'd never... Yeah, that's super weird. Yeah, it, definitely all weird. All the things not, ended not up in a- the same class as me at one point.
1: Yeah, weird. But, um, not yeah, ironic. definitely not weird.
0: Not, not as ironic as ironic at all. if
2: you had like 100
1: um, or
0: 500 kids in your 8th grade class, but if you had two and then you just so happened to be in a college class with that person, even though it's in yeah. roughly the same geographic area,
2: that's still... That's still cutting it really tight. So we lived there until about March of ninety, and then that, and that's a big point in my life because there is nobody I know in my life other than my family that I knew before then. Everybody else that I know uh, through social media or personally now that is part of my life I met from March of ninety on. So, so it was kind of weird. I was fourteen years old before where my life as I currently know it, as far right. as the people I know started, everything else is just my, and I have a very small family. Like I said, don't right. know my dad's side of the family, mm-hmm. um, lost a lot of people on my mom's side of the family. So it's, uh, it's just kind of weird. I think about that every now and then that, you know, where most people even now through social media, if you went to somewhere, you're going to meet up with somebody on Facebook or something. Where you're like, yeah, oh, it's way, together, blah, way blah, blah. easier
0: to find people and connect.
2: I've tried to look up a couple people names I remembered and never found anything and didn't really care. But I was just wondering like, oh, I wonder what the fuck this guy's up to and never found him. Um, but yeah, so we had to leave Bangor because <coughs> the lady we moved in with my mom's dog show friend that we moved to Coloma with... Um, had some animal abuse charges against her, which brought my mom into it, which my mom was not part of, but we lived on the property. Jesus. Um, So we, so yeah, my mom didn't have anything go on with that. It just it sucked because her name was involved. We lived there on that property. We had different residences, but uh, Did,
1: were they accusing her of like running a puppy mill or something? Or no,
2: it was just neglect more than anything. I remember I okay. when we were living there, we moved there, and there was this horse barn. And I remember I earned like eighty eight bucks to buy a black and white TV, so I can watch sports. Because my mom, they didn't, my mom and sisters didn't like sports. If there was something on they wanted to watch, I I lose out. So uh, sitting there, I remember spending the first year there just shoveling horse manure forever. And we went to we went to the. Uh, kmart and i bought myself a little 13 inch black and white tv nice who uh, remembers anybody have the old antenna where somebody had to like touch it hold it in order oh, yeah. for it to come in oh
1: yeah and the, the two I remember, dials we
2: had to fuck with I, both of them yeah.
0: i i had like a i can't remember what it was it was like it was like for camping it was like a camping tv And it had it had rabbit ears on it and it was like it was probably from like Kmart or Sears or something like that. And it was like a little it was like a four and a half inch screen probably. And it had a dial like a radio. Yeah. For the TV. And you had to like thumb it just right and get the the rabbit ears just right to get like channel four or like channel ten or channel fourteen, whatever, you know, but yeah, that's insane for a black and white. How much did that run back in those days? That TV? I think it was like
2: 80-something bucks. Holy for fuck. For me, it was worth it. Yeah.
0: It's like now you for like a 115 bucks, you can get like a 32-inch flat screen from fucking Walmart. It's insane.
2: Uh, times have changed. Um, but so as far as I know, my aunt gave us some money. And I say gave because I'm sure it was a loan. Not sure how much my mom had how much a down payment had to be either. But she found a piece of property in Corning outside uh close to where the casino's at now. Okay. Uh two acres with uh uh 50-foot single-wide mobile home on it. it and two bedrooms and a third den, which obviously was somebody's bedroom. And then there was a smaller trailer out back at a rickety old barn and a couple sheds on it and uh i'm not sure what the price we paid then for that was but uh moved in there in march of 90 and went to maywood for the junior high for about three months met a couple people didn't be have friends with anybody so i just spent the summer pretty much riding my bike around and my mom in order to make us uh she didn't want to sitting around watching TV all day, so we'd have to go pick star thistle out of the back. So the first acre was the oh, like barn and the house. <clears throat> the back place was uh, just field and a lot of star thistle. So I'd go out there because I wanted to watch TV, and I'd pick a shit ton of star thistle. Jesus and, uh, Christ. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: A quick point point of order. Like, a lot of people think about California. Like, they think about, like, ocean surf, like, you know, Bay Area, San Francisco. There's a shit ton of the state that's just, like, fucking not like that at all. Like, in the region where we're talking, like, Northern California, like, in the summer, everything goes, like, yellow. The fucking grass, the fucking hillsides. I mean,. If you go in the dead of summer in these parts of California, to me, I imagine it being no less, like, desolate and, like, unforgiving as, like, West Texas. Like, some, like, just, like, high, not high desert, but it's just miserable in the summer. Because all you see is dead grass, star thistle up the fucking ass. If you don't know what star thistle is, then uh, I can't help you,
2: but... Yeah, Something picking that shit more. in
0: the dead of summer sounds fucking miserable.
2: And that's pretty much all the way until you hit Bakersfield. I mean that whole valley. Yeah. I mean, yeah. unless it's, it's nice, like the green farmland, it's not not a pretty sight in the summer.
0: No. Yeah, and you get if you drive down I five like north to south California, like northern all the way to Los Angeles, yeah, it's pretty fucking desolate. It's pretty like There's dairies and there's like just wide swaths of like dead grass. It's like, it's so easy to, you just put that on cruise control. You take I five North and fucking take a nap, you know, there's nothing.
2: So, uh, finished up eighth grade there, spent the summer, pretty much hanging out with the family. One good thing is every year we have a cabin. So every year that would be our one vacation because my mom always had animals. So we weren't ever really able to go anywhere cause you'd have to have somebody take care of the animals. So, uh, Oh yeah. I know how we'd that find, is. Find uh, one of the neighbor kids and they would come over and make sure that, um, things were taken care of when we were gone for, and it'd only be a weekend. It's not like we'd go for a week or anything. When we'd leave town, right. it would be for a short period of time. Entered high school, which was a great experience, man. I, I fucking loved, I wasn't, you know, popular or anything, had my good close knit couple of friends Wish I would have done more, you know, years after, uh, graduated, started hanging out with people a lot more and they'd even say, why don't you ever come to this or that? And, but it was just, I hung out with my couple of friends and it's, would do stupid shit, would go steal all the like wheels and deals and take old clothes, <laughs> make dummies and put them off in a bush in the ditch on the side of the road and just sit <laughs> and watch, watch cars drive down the road. Stop. <laughs> God, man. Uh, good times are had by all. We did some other more crazy shit. Don't want to get into today. Um, you never did, did cardboard kitty? No, what's that?
0: We'd- it's where you, you you take like a, you like rig up like with cardboard and you cut eyes out and you put uh, like you draw, you stencil in like a, like a cat. And then you cut out eye holes and you put in uh, like tinfoil behind where the eyes are. And you rig it up to, on like a fishing line or a string or something. And you get on the other side of the street.
2: <laughs> That's so funny. Where I got exact- you pull it up
0: and it props up and it looks like a cat. And then the fucking eyes. And it's at nighttime. So when cars go by, their headlights shine and hit the fucking tinfoil in the back of the eyes. And they see eyes. And so you wait, and you just sit there and hope they like swerve or do something. It's fucking really stupid.
2: But no, 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 no. We did this same goddamn thing except with the Garfield. <laughs> so we're sitting out there, not far. <laughs> we put the dummy. and so we're sitting out there forever. And so I'm, and these people. Uh, I don't think this house nobody lived in at the time. So we went on telephone pole, hole in the fence across the street, Garfield in the road. And as his car came down, pulled the string, so Garfield started levitating. Well, the car was somebody we went to school with, who later became a pretty good friend, knew who in the like who in the fuck lived down there, and so he just boom, just drove right through that thing and took it down the road. But yeah, it's kind of funny. So no, uh, no. Just took Garfield but, for a ride. But, but, yeah, we thought we were so funny, like, wait for Garfield or a car to come down. And sorry for oh, the cat uh, cruelty, Steve. I know you're probably feeling yeah,
0: so. n- <laughs> When we did that, nothing ever happened. But just, like, the tension of, like, having it rigged up and, like, ooh, a car's coming, you know. And, like, you get to yeah. yank it and, like, hope they do something. Like, in retrospect, yeah, it's really stupid because it could swerve off and, like, kill yeah. you. Like, oh, that, yeah. They, it, like, swerves like- right into you or it fucking yeah. hits another car.
2: Yeah, it's... <laughs> Really, really um, dumb. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I bet you probably weren't in high school when you did that, did you? You were probably a little older. Uh, close.
0: I think I was like, this was between like seventh and ninth grade when I did that. And it was because it, was, it wasn't my idea. It was not not that I didn't fall in line with it or think that it was like a fun thing to do then. But it was like a, yeah. a couple hellions that lived down the block that were like, have you ever played cardboard kitty? You know? And I was like, no. And it's like, we're doing it so yeah i was, I was no angel but
2: yeah. thank
0: god Hello. nothing happened you know really dumb
2: though yeah no it was stupid a lot of things and there were some s- dumber things that people so wait, did wait, that wait was
0: just not- to back up briefly are we we're in where are we at right now where you the spent the bulk of your formative uh high school years is corning
2: yeah yeah well i spent all okay. high school in corning and okay. uh,
0: so you were there freshman to senior year, yeah. Okay, and uh,
2: so we're in Northern. No, California. it was cool. I did uh when I moved to Corning. The first, the only year I ever played uh, baseball uh, was eighth grade. I was on the uh, Reds. I sucked. I remember couldn't afford a uniform. I was wearing like acid-washed jeans out there. And, like halfway through the season, the coach finally brought me a pair of baseball pants. Oh, and Aww. I was terrible, but. I don't think I was the worst on the team. And then uh, <laughs> played a
1: game in Northern California.
2: and uh, it, I played my football for the first time JV year, so I was basically a tackling dummy and practice. Got into like tackling two games. Fuel. Yeah. yeah, I didn't hit or sit. Well I sat, I didn't hit, I guess. <laughs> Would you so got play that shirt left
1: out? dude? I almost said that exact same thing. <laughs>
2: Wait.
1: Sorry, what say? I had to. What's that? I,
2: didn't say that?
0: I said, "Would you play left out?"
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> I got to warm the quarterback up one day, like playing catch with them. That was cool. Nice, <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, I didn't have you know a big. Fun high school experience, but now we're getting to a Steve story that he liked to hear. Yeah. So, um, you know, me and my buddies rode, we had long bus rides. And uh, we were always the first on the bus. We were always the last off the bus, give or take a few kids. And one day, me and uh, my buddy John were sitting there. or Everybody would throw shit around on the bus. Paper, like, we're not throwing fucking ninja stars and shit like that but
1: <laughs> sure i remember one
2: day my sister was sitting up at the front of the bus and i decided to take a wad of paper and i threw it at her hit the bus driver as she was driving and uh promptly got kicked off the bus for being an asshole
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. and I to spend no moment- yelling on the bus oh. in this
1: to those who have not been keeping up, Melissa is your special needs sister,
2: right? Yes.
1: So we have a special got,
2: relationship. She loves me, all right? Wasn't going to hurt so, her. I know I'm a dick.
1: So you got thrown off the bus for assaulting <laughs> and bus battering your special needs sister. Okay, so the driver tells you to get the fuck off the bus. And then what else yeah, happens? How far away are you from home? Yeah, great, great question.
2: Oh no, no, I got dropped off that day. I was just expelled off the bus once it was reported. Oh, gotcha.
0: So they finished
2: they the route. Have, she, didn't like, she didn't like. She didn't like stop in the fucking month.
0: boondocks and was like, get fucking kick rocks. No, 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 no. I don't think that's legally okay. allowed.
1: The The story is <laughs> okay. changing. By the way,
0: that's what I pictured in no, my head. Yeah, like she's just no. like, Ear! like leaves no, you in the middle uh, of fucking I nowhere. The next-
2: no, I spent the next, like, month and a half walking home from school. Normally, I'll go into town, hang out at uh, my friend's house, and then later on walk home. So it wasn't like a full walk every day. Walking the tracks, but, yeah, we'll tell the rest of that story some other time, eh, Steve? Well, you can tell it now, or... I don't uh, want to do that one on this day. We can bring that one. We, we can we edit can leave out the cl- whole bus story.
1: We can leave a cliffhanger. Or yeah, we can, we, can, a cliffhanger. we can plant
2: seeds for future...
0: Cause I, I mean, no, your, your life cycle, I mean, it's gotta be, you know, multiple right. volumes here. So
2: yeah. Okay. So I'll try to clean this up and then I'll just say we can tell that story later in the future. Is that good? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know what yeah. Steve it's, wants to hear. It seems like it. Yeah, I
1: do. Um, yeah. And I think this is a good spot to kind of clip it. Like
0: end the episode. Do you think? I think so. Yeah. Cause I think. I mean, we're at an hour and forty, and I think we've had. I think this has been pretty substantial, and I I feel like it would it would be short shrift to like just try to like tag on and tell you tell the story about your mom and like how how she died, like I don't I don't want to exploit that like how we've talked about, and I but I also don't want to like have you tie this up in 20 minutes or 10 minute thing, you know, like the impact and, and, you know, at the beginning too. Steve was talking about, you know, like, like the impact and how, what makes you unique as a person is like being able to move on from that and be the person that you are. I think that's the interesting story too. And, and one that has the most merit because, you know, like you're, you're, one of these people that is able to just take whatever is fucking thrown at you, and be even an even better person. Whereas you know, like most people, I imagine this happening to like, for sure. Me, I would have just crumpled, like completely, and and yeah, had it. Yeah, and to be clear, fuck me. We're up talking about my not the
2: bus aftermath, right?
0: Right, right, yeah, not not something as superfluous as, as, like, something that happened on a bus when you're in fucking 10th grade, but, no, yeah, like, like these these formative moments in your life, you know, like, I can't imagine having to move on from that and the other things that you have, and I think that's the, the, the interesting part and why we wanted to have you on was, like, why, like, Like, the person that you are and the people that gravitate towards you, the the kind of energy that you put out, like, any other person, it would fucking decimate them, you know? And I think that's the most interesting part about you, is, like, all the fucked up things that have happened to you, and, like, namely, like, your, your mom being murdered. Like, I can't imagine moving on from that in the style that you have.
2: Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate. It. I get that a lot because when I I tell the story, most people are in like in shock. Yeah. That I'm actually just there, like a being able to tell the story and B yeah. even there, not face tattooed and just coming out of the joint for doing something stupid.
0: Yeah. Right. Because like the more the normal like mere mortal that would send them into a fucking tailspin, you know. I'm sure. And, and I mean, it, you can see, you can probably look at that and see that's that's happened to people, hundreds, thousands of times. But yeah, I mean, I think this is a good point to stop off because, like I said, I, I don't want to.
2: Yeah, we don't want to like
0: append that and make it like a quick side note. Like that's a yeah, that's I know. an important Spent thing. Too much time and, in kindergarten. To- <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think and and when we were talking before too, like this all culminates. It adds up to that event in your life and and it's not it's 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 not just this one thing that defines you right it's like you know like the these the sum of all these different things that you've encountered in your your life is what makes you who you are that's any person but uh, you specifically you know like the these things ladder up and i I know something something like that like i've said it over and over again like i can't imagine happening to me blah 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 and and being the person you are like that you would give your shirt on the back for, for someone, you know, like I think that needs to be explored like, and, and give it its proper uh, respect and like, and due time. So I've had a great time, like just listening and, and, and hearing about like, you know, getting up to that point and, and then beyond too, is even, is probably even more interesting. That's what I'm getting at really. Oh, I'm sure it is. (laughs) But okay. So you guys want to put a pin in it there and we'll and we'll bring it back for volume two.
2: Yeah, yeah I think so. Now now that I've gone through this, I think that I can prepare for this next segment a little bit better. Um is my first try. Uh, appreciate yeah. you guys having me on and
1: there's nothing wrong with it at all. It's a no, lot to go it's yeah. a lot to go over.
2: Yeah, I could have gone, as you know, I, I pretty much sped through a couple grades. Um,
1: oh my god are you saying it could have been longer jesus christ
2: (laughs) oh once you guys told me we need to start speeding this up and uh first grade i was like there was
0: a yeah there was a jump from about early middle school to you know later high school so wrap it up that
2: that
0: that's not what i mean but I mean, I think it'd be also interesting too, like if we could like think on it, like as a brain trust and think about like, maybe if we can like tie this to like a movie or something like that has like a a common theme, because I think stuff would come out of that too. Like, like uh, just stories or anecdotes that you have throughout your life, given like, you know. The, the theme would be, you know, a movie that we're talking about. We can center it on. We can go off on tangents that way, too. But um, I could not. Or maybe not. That's just an idea.
1: But I could, um, I, could I couldn't disagree more. <coughs> I feel like I feel like Dick's story is so good from beginning to end. And I, I would hate to dilute it by, you know, I mean, as as terrible of a storyteller, Dick is
2: I am terrible. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I feel like there's so much good there that can be taken out. I would just hate to dilute it with with any sort of, like, equivalency or comparison. I think... Yeah. I think the more... I feel bad for you editing it, because I feel like we could do (laughs) ten episodes that could be cut down to, like, two or three. But, uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm gonna let this one ride for the most part. I mean,
0: um... Honestly, I think this has been a, a, a fun discussion, at least for yeah. me. And, and uh, like, it's, <laughs> it's interesting. Like, yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. I, I, I don't think editing will be, will be bad at all for this one. Yeah. Let's, let's put a pin in it there because like Steve said, yeah, I agree. Like not wanting to dilute it and try to like, you know, append you know, a 10 minute blurb about, you know, a significant uh, event in your life.
2: No going through this right now, I know that when I get into that story, I mean, it can be once it if I get into details, it's gonna be its own Yeah. Own yeah, story. it's gonna be its own well, episode pretty much. Yeah. You
0: know, like it'll be its own talking point. Yeah. And it'll probably have a more somber tone, you know, and we and we can talk about things that are more not as jokey, haha, but I think are are worth talking about. And yeah. I mean, honestly at the end of the day too, like there, I always heard working with you and you coming on and, you know, we spend so much of our lives together. I heard about what happened to your mom and I never thought to, like, ask you about it or talk about it. Because if if I were in that position, I wouldn't want someone asking me about that and, like, fucking with me about that. But you're open to it, Right and you yeah. want to tell that story and that that's another thing that like kind of brings me to my knees it's like you, you said this is one of the things i feel most comfortable talking about and it's like it's not that you're wanting to exploit it or get into like the gory details but you want to talk about your mom because you loved her and you want to talk about like how this impacted you and what it what it meant to you i think that's important um
1: well and she she like, deserves the attention
0: right yeah as Steve eloquently, that's the important part, you know, and it's my way of trying to say, I'm interested in that. I want to hear about it as your friend. And I'm curious about it, but previous to like this format, it just never seemed right to like ask you about it or talk about it. So it's, it's one thing I'm like curious about, not in a morbid way, but just like how it's shaped you as a person. And like, I've never had the moment to like sit down and like, Hey, you know, like how has this impacted you? Or like, what, how did you get over that? Like, how did you get through that? You know? And I think that could be valuable
2: to anyone because. I think it is too. That's why I want to tell the story. I think that's the most important thing is. Cause
0: yeah. it's like people, like people are so like sensitive about things these days and like you've gone through so much and overcome them and been able to live with them. I think it's a, it's a positive example and, and, a, a of going through like an extreme trauma and coming out on the other side, like the person that you are and the people that everyone around you loves. It's, I, I just think it's a good story, you know, yeah. and I don't know about it. And I think this is a good format to like, talk about it and just not even for like sharing this podcast to others and like having them listen about you. But for me and Steve too, I'm sure he agrees like getting to know you better, even though we've known each other 10 plus years, you know, this is like the most impactful moment of your life that I don't even know about. I've only heard like, Oh yeah. His mom was murdered and like, you know, Oh fuck man. And like, this is one of my favorite people in the world. And like, how, how can you, how did you do that? I'm, I'm curious, you know? So, fuck i'm rambling but uh yeah i think i i think that deserves uh more than just like tagging this on for the sake of ending an episode and getting to a certain point
2: yeah i'm down just cool. let me know when you want me to do it again and yeah. i'll be a little more comfortable this time starting out I Think I'll be <laughs> well, a little less pre-gaming starting <laughs> out after steve left i went and bought an 18 pack drank like six took a nap and then got up and then logged on like a half hour before uh jim asked if i was ready (laughs) i was like waiting for him to accept my uh,
1: just click and refresh over and over it's
0: kind of a weird animal this thing but like yeah after you get you start talking to someone and and you just you kind of you forget that you're what you're doing really and it's just you know, two friends or three friends talking about something. So yeah, I think that's a good idea too. Like this, this is like a good, like getting into it and having a feel and then, and then we can just go on the next one. So yeah, I think this is a good stopping point. And if you're interested thus far, I mean, there's definitely more to come uh, from Richard's story and, and we'll have fun asides along the way, the, the way we did with this episode too. So yeah, if you enjoyed it, Stay tuned. Also, uh, you can let us know what you thought of the episode or have any general uh, questions. You can email us at wax at waxingtheporpoise.com. Uh, you can also follow us on socials is Instagram is waxing the porpoise? Uh, and we're also on Twitter at, wax, at waxing the porp thank you for coming on dick i really appreciate you kind of like bearing your soul a little bit and and agreeing to talk even though it's at the end of the day it's really just us you know bullshitting about stuff but it's been really cool to been to learn more about your background even though we've known each other so long like sincerely like this has been a it's been a fun discussion um even though you know peppered with with things that aren't fun you know um <laughs> oh, they were fun for me. I mean, I've had.
2: <laughs> I tell you, no. I've always just, I've always had a positive outlook on life. So whenever I told a story, and people were like, "Oh," and it was like, oh, "Yeah, okay, you... it wasn't that bad," you know. Yeah. Get up the next day, got a smile on my face and good. Like, it's just how my like it's it's like a toughness being... you have.
0: It's a toughness you have without yeah, being a fucking asshole
2: or being like but... I'm fucking
0: tough. You know. Well,
2: obviously, I threw <laughs> paper at my sister on the bus. I'm a dick, but I'm not an asshole. But I loved her. Um, but yeah, no, I have enjoyed it. And like I said, that's one thing that people always say. They're all like when I tell stories, and there were so many through that whole grammar. Uh, edit that out, Grammar school uh, era that I that I uh, did not expound upon, <laughs> but. Uh, what the
1: fuck are you talking about (laughs) can we just call it a night jesus christ all right so thank you very much for uh joining (coughs) us
0: dick uh we no no i I, thought that was the the wrap wrap up up. this is the real
2: wrap up now oh my bad he's got a lot of editing to do at the end
1: yeah, so thanks
0: for joining us, uh, humoring us, and Dick. Thank you very much for coming on and and telling us about you. I mean, it, it's it's been interesting. It's been fun. I see this being, you know, like we said, like we talked about multiple volumes, and and uh, I think it'll be a fun ride. And two, I mean, if there's anything ever that you want to come on and talk about, like fucking, I know you're not like the the world's foremost movie buff but if you want to talk about movies or like an interesting case or something like that we'd love to have you on too outside of like personal experience yeah,
2: are, yeah like uh, i really got into like uh, true crime i don't listen to podcasts but you know watch a lot of yeah. forensic files and shit like that and yeah we, c- we can do airplane steve want to do airplane love it yeah i've seen it Air- airplane it. is a good one but i i yeah, I know. I know your guys' thing is Steve. Well, it's not explicitly. Steve yeah, I mean, that's seen, like a, so. the
0: basic, like crux of the show. But we we've deviated before, and
2: we will again too. So, well, if you ever step into the comedy genre, uh, dude, I thought of you today. That's usually my wheelhouse. Or anything, uh, Fall, Michael Douglas. Falling down is a great. What about film? falling down one day? Well, fuck you very much. Yeah,
1: I've seen it. That's one of my Love
0: favorite it. lines. <laughs> uh. Yeah, what was I going to say? I thought of you today. There, I, I saw um, the whole state of Iowa put up a line from uh, Christmas Vacation. What was it, dude? It was something about slippery roads and Todd and Margo. Oh, yeah. So two days ago, uh, there were some storms that come through the Midwest. And, uh, you know, like those, uh, like those Department of Transportation, like uh, those digital signs they put on the highway when shit's like popping off.
1: The entire state of Iowa. Megan's law. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, of course he keys in on Megan's law. Like, yeah, I know. I got to avoid him all the time. Yeah, what you're thinking of is like, click it or ticket. it. It's like, yeah, you know, they fucking warn other people that I'm in the area and I'm going to kidnap people and fucking Megan's law. And if, <laughs> I mean, the charges never stuck, but they're still going to accuse me. And-
2: I'm just saying, the <laughs> digital ones, and that's usually what
0: that's what they're up there for. No, they so they had in the entire state of Iowa, anyway. they had these like over the overpasses on the freeways. They had uh, they call them roadside chats, and it was uh, 316 traffic deaths this year. And then it was why is the red? Why is the road wet? Todd, slow down, Margot. Call back to the yeah Todd? I don't know, Margo. You know the Season uh for. Christmas Vacation. So, yeah, that one. Oh bullshit! You've never seen Christmas Vacation? Holy (laughs) fuck! No, that would actually be a perfect one for for us to discuss with Dick. Put it on my tab, dude. That's a good one. Do it, dude. Watch it. That might have to be like an emergency. Like we watch that because that's insane. You haven't seen Christmas Vacation, and you're thirty six years ish of age.
1: Yeah that's a chop 35 dickhead uh, that's a all chop. right cool <laughs> he just turned, 30?
2: JJ just turned 30 weird yeah the other day who
0: jj gerald yeah uh, gerald. gerald okay cool yeah i think gerald that's Jr. gonna end it for us uh thank you very much for uh tuning in uh let us know what you thought leave us a like rating review all that good shit whatever the fuck you want um and we'll see you when we see you, and we'll see
1: you later. Tell goodbye. Tell your All friends.
2: See right. you later.